This is a Diet of Brussels. What did we get from the uh, February European Council? Well, this was the big one. This was the one that David Cameron had to uh, intended to produce a uh, an agreement, and uh, indeed he's got an agreement. Uh, we've got a whole set of conclusions from the European Council, uh, agreed at the end of uh, Friday after two days of uh, surprisingly fraught uh, discussions. So, at one level, uh, Cameron has got what he wanted. Uh, he has an agreement. Uh, he has something that he can take back to the British public and say, I've been out and I've tried to uh, uh, find something that is uh, a better deal for the UK. Um, and I think for a lot of people that will make uh, a, a difference in terms of how they vote. And certainly that's substantiated by the uh, polling evidence that we have. At the same time, I think it's important and useful to think a bit about uh, what's happened there. Uh, this uh, agreement looks a lot like the, the draft agreement that uh, President uh, Tusk uh, produced a couple of weeks ago in, uh, in some future episodes, which I'll do in the next few days. I'll talk uh, uh, about all of the... Um, different uh, aspects of that agreement and what it means. But basically, uh, Cameron has uh, uh, secured uh, and retained those uh, things that uh, Tusk laid out. There's some changes here and there, some things where the UK has actually uh, got a bit more than had been anticipated, some areas where it's had to step back, uh, for example, with uh, child benefits. What I think, though, is telling is that you know this is the the last point really where other member states get to have a say or an influence in this debate. Really, uh, notwithstanding that this uh, agreement is to a considerable extent promissory, it only takes uh, effect when the UK uh, tells the uh, the EU that it wishes to remain a member, i.e., after the vote. Uh, and a lot of the uh, legislation is, is merely proposals that this is something that the Commission says it uh, will propose uh, through the system. Notwithstanding that, um, for member states, this is really uh, the opportunity that they took to mark out their uh, feelings on this issue. One of the things that's clear is that as much as member states were keen for the UK to stay in the EU, they were also not prepared to compromise any more than they had to on uh, the flexibility offered to the UK. Now, um, I think this is something which we will see uh, coming back uh, time and again, that the EU's position now is likely to be we have made you a good offer, and it is now uh, in your interests to uh, take that offer. Um, you remember, if you've listened to the episode about the EU war game uh, that was held uh, last month uh, that I reported on, uh, that member states, I think, are prepared to go some distance. But if the UK does vote to leave, then it means that they are unlikely to be very sympathetic when it comes to... Uh, uh, a negotiation of post-membership uh, conditions. So I think the, the EU is likely to be um, sympathetic only up to a degree when it comes to the formal campaign. 
So at this stage, we're waiting for David Cameron to uh, announce the date, and doubtless by the time I've uploaded this, he'll have told us what time it is, probably in June. Um, but uh, we've got a, a period now where the shift uh, in focus is from the European down to the national level. Um, apart from that, I think it's uh, uh, a reflection of the difficult position that Cameron has found himself in, that on the one hand he's had to think about uh, satisfying European partners, but also he's had to conduct this entire negotiation with the thought that uh, he has to uh, get this through uh, a public vote, um, and he really needs to get the support of as many people uh, on his uh, front bench, in his cabinet, in his party, as possible. So what we're going to see now, I think, is going to be uh, an attempt to present this deal uh, in terms of British politics. And I think what was really telling for me was when Cameron did his little press conference at the end of the European Council, he didn't talk about the EU really at all. He talked about Britain. He talked about how Britain had got a good deal, how Britain was going to have this exemption and this special provision. Really uh, very strongly focused on the domestic audience. Uh, the EU has done its job now and uh, we move on. And I don't think you'll see the... Uh, you won't see David Cameron really spending this much time on a European issue for quite some time, uh, perhaps until uh, after a referendum. So, lots to take in, and in the coming episodes uh, I will unpack a bit the agreement, uh, and of course we'll talk about how his uh, front bench reacts.